0: Today is Wednesday, February eighth, twenty twelve. Episode number
1: two thirteen.
0: So Welcome to Countless Screaming Argonauts. I'm T P, the Fabulous Penguin. And I'm Max. And Max, we did it again. We have so much information, being the podcast of record, that we finished one show and we're just going to pick up and do another one, right?
1: We have two, count them, two shows to do in one night.
0: So, we want to talk about what happened this week. It's been a very, very full interesting week and so i'd like to say let's let's hack it apart
1: all right so what happened in your week today penguin well
0: i had my birthday last this past weekend
1: oh that's right geez i forgot all about it. i think i did wish you a happy birthday on facebook Uh,
0: you might have well i went out to a nice a new restaurant a winery i found a great several great wines to drink which i'm drinking one tonight as a matter of fact
1: all right we have to stop here and, and just stipulate, in case anybody who's listening for the first time doesn't know, that every restaurant is going to be new to you because you just retired and moved to New Mexico. Well,
0: actually, you know, now that you say that that way, it's not actually true. Because it's a okay. breakfast place that we go to every Saturday. I've probably been there 10 times. We're considered regulars now. So, <laughs> already? Yeah, already.
1: Yeah, but it ain't in Palmer, is it? No, it ain't.
0: It's not in Massachusetts at all. all right. So anyway, that was great. It was. It's a great place. They used to just be a little store that sold wine now they become a bistro the food was excellent i had a chili cheeseburger that was out of this world the wine was extremely affordable
1: all right but let's face it you're not drinking wine at breakfast
0: no i'm not breakfast is a whole different situation the the breakfast place is a, uh, a place that our friends have been going to for a long time every saturday morning and they invited us and we started going and we go every saturday morning now
1: all right see i want you to talk about your friends you moved to a new state what 2,000 miles away? 3,000,
0: actually, when you're 3, considering the drive, right.
1: yep. All right. So you went down there to scout out the place a couple of years ago. You met some people over the internet. Mm-hmm. They took you out in the middle of the desert.
0: Right. and told us stories about murders out there. Yes, they did. <laughs> we did everything absolutely wrong. Everything that you tell your children not to do, we did. Right. You know, you're supposed to meet. Got in, in a car common, with strangers. Right. You're supposed to meet in a, in a uh, public place. We met in a hotel room. You're not supposed to go anywhere the first time. We went to the desert. They took us out to the desert to watch the sunset. And all the way out, our friend told us about this murder that had occurred in the caves up there.
1: Right, right. And they've got shovels in the back of the car. All right, I made that up. right. Okay. Um, I don't, you know what? I don't know these people. I've never met them. But they have made overtures to me to come out and visit. Maybe they want to hit me in the head with a shovel. I don't <laughs> know. I think so. Max,
0: I think they just realized that you would fit in with the
1: group. I think I would. I think, I think they're very friendly. Although I have to and
0: admit, you are a little bit more conservative than most of the people in this group.
1: I think that's great. See, that's the thing that's fascinating. And And the second point that I wanted to bring up was not only have you met all these people who you have fallen in love with, for lack of a better term. Mm-hmm. And and you and your wife, and your wife loves these people too. She kind of made first contact, right? Right, she
0: did. Yeah, through a blog.
1: And now I see, you know, at Christmas time, you're out hanging out with a huge how in the world with this huge party of people who are all friends and all sort of politically of the same ilk, and you're like ensconced in this place. In a, in a world full of love, with lots of intellectual dialogue, oh yeah, and, plenty, and lots of friendship and warmth, and it just makes me want to fucking puke.
0: <laughs> well, you know, I have to admit, it is it is an unusual circumstance, you know. And, so and,
1: I want you to tell our listeners about New Mexico.
0: It's a wonderful place, Max. We've been down here now for about twelve weeks. Nothing. And in the twelve weeks, I think we've had four days of bad weather. Yeah. Every other day, it's between fifty and sixty degrees, many days it's above sixty degrees, and it's sunny. I always say to Mrs. Fab P it's another day in paradise. You know, because that's what it's like. It's cold in the morning, you have to wear a little sweater and stuff, but by noontime you're wearing shorts and t-shirts. That's
1: amazing. And that's
0: why that was one of the reasons why we came. The second reason was because we're used to living in Massachusetts where the green forest and stuff kind of surround you, and you get this yeah. little sliver of sky. And this is yeah. out here, this is big sky country. You can see yeah, yeah. you can see four miles. Literally, and yet you still have mountains. Yeah, we have three mountains, three mountain systems that surround <laughs> the city. One to the east, Oh, three mountain
1: ranges. Right. Okay.
0: One to the east, one to the north, and one to the
1: west. Okay, and you have cacti.
0: Tons of cactus, loads and loads of desert. All you have to do is drive. the The city of Las Cruces is uh, is a is a marvel in that it was really designed very very well. You can uh, you know from anywhere in town, you can get anywhere else in town. In fifteen minutes or less, just about around here, the the most interesting thing I think is that it's a cultural, it's a it's a real melting pot. Yeah. You know, New Mexico ha- established the fact that it was a uh, a multicultural society back in the eighteen hundreds.
1: I see these pictures of cactuses and roadrunners and mountains. Mm-hmm. You're all the time taking pictures of of all of the beauty out there, and. Uh, it makes me want to puke. <laughs>
0: well, you know, I've invited you many times before.
1: Yeah. No, I, it may happen. I may have to come out and see it. And and I'm just I'm so so jealous of of hanging out with a group of people who are like-minded because people a lot of people don't realize uh, considering New York is is a I don't know, red state, blue state, one of those. I I don't understand why the states have colors, but New York always votes for the Democrat. People don't realize that in upstate New York, it's very, very conservative. Sure.
0: Well, interestingly, there are parts of New Mexico that are very, very conservative. Up in the northeast region where it's close to Texas, very, very conservative area. Yeah. You know, but you also have Santa Fe, which is an artist colony. It's basically, you know, liberal. I didn't
1: know that. No. So you go, you go there. That, that's like, um, um, what's the town up in? in it's like uh,
0: Northampton, very, very similar to it. Yeah.
1: I was going to say, Providence, Cape uh, 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 Cod.
0: Uh, yeah, uh, P-town.
1: Yeah, Providence. Yeah, very, very similar yeah. to that. Yeah. And you were going to take me up to Provincetown, and you never did. No, so. we never
0: did. You know, it, it's a multicultural state. Going back into, the, I mean, even back before the 1800s, because when it was Indian territory, you had significant differences between the Indian nations. And they didn't sure. associate with me, yeah, so it was yeah. multicultural then, you know. And then yeah. when you add that the Hispanics to it, and then you add other, you know, other other people and stuff, we we jokingly say that you know there's basically about four different kind of people in in New Mexico: Hispanics, Native Americans, students because we have a big major university here,
1: and they think differently, right?
0: And retirees.
1: <laughs> That's what it is. And you told me like New Mexico is second or third. In average IQ? Highest per capita number of
0: PhDs. Right. And that's because NASA and...
1: Los Alamos. Right, uh, is, is here. You're living in a beautiful place with a lot of smart people. Absolutely. Who tend to think like you. Isn't that great? And, and are nice. <laughs> yep. All right. At what point do I feel sorry?
0: <laughs> Probably when I say that I can get wine for $5 a bottle.
1: <laughs> Good wine. <laughs> well, as you know, I love New York, but uh, typically this kind of this time of year, I'm about ready to... To pull my hair out yeah but which... you're not
0: getting any winter at all this year so you're lucky no
1: it's crazy up here yeah. it's just crazy amount of not snow we're having
0: so anyway let's get back to our week the other significant thing i mean not quite as significant as my birthday but significant nonetheless was the super bowl yes and
1: there was an event this, right? this week. and as you
0: mentioned being giants fans both of us we are basically in heaven right he- now right right So we have that going for us. And not only was it a Super Bowl victory for the New York Giants, but it it was a Super Bowl victory over a Boston team, (laughs) which magnifies it, what, 70 80%?
1: All right, but I want to ask you now. I love New York, and I think New York fans are the most knowledgeable, at least in baseball. But don't you think the Giants fans were assholes when they were yelling at Giselle and that Eli Manning owns Tom Brady.
0: I think that people are assholes when they do what they did up at Amherst College. Okay, oh, after after the Super Bowl loss by the Patriots, the college rioted. Really? Yes, they had the police force at Amherst? Amherst College. That's the, uh, the uh, UMass Amherst. Wow. And there were 14 arrests and there were about 40 people who were injured. Wow. That's asshole. Yeah. Okay, taunting uh, another yeah. person sports wise is. Fair play, as far as I'm concerned. See, I
1: don't, I don't agree. Taunting Tom Brady, first of all, I think is poor sportsmanship, but is acceptable. Taunting his wife, unacceptable. Don't you
0: boo like when you go to a baseball game? Don't you boo the other team?
1: I do occasionally. Isn't that yes. the same thing? No, because I never boo somebody's wife. <laughs> well, and I know. thought she had a perfect answer.
0: Oh, she had a great answer, but and that wasn't the issue.
1: No, and I want because I brought it up. I have to say that the answer was. My husband doesn't throw and catch. And so
0: she was indicting the wide receivers the, of the Patriots. The
1: wide receivers, which she had good good reason. Because late to in do. the game
0: they dropped a couple of passes. You're right. Well, you know, if here's the thing, Max. If you are a public figure and A, being married to Tom Brady makes you a public figure, and B, being an international model from Brazil, right, makes you a, makes you a public figure, then people are going to ask you questions.
1: But see, if they want to ask her if she's going to wear a bikini in this year's Sports Illustrated, that's a fair question.
0: Well, you know, I don't have have issues with that. It's like when when Pedro Martinez said the Yankees are my daddy when he had lost to them two or three times. You don't think that the fans in New York were yelling at the Yankee Stadium? Of course they were.
1: But they were yelling at Pedro when the Yankee fans spit on Cliff Lee's wife. (laughs) They crossed the line.
0: Well, you know, I c I can't defend that behavior, so so yeah, okay. I'll give you You would
1: that. never spit on anybody. But you, you would never walk up to some athlete's wife and say, My guy owns you.
0: Have you ever have you ever attended a baseball game with Manhattan Man?
1: Uh yeah. Okay. I, I think I must have. All right.
0: Well, Manhattan Man gets into the taunting very, very much.
1: Does he taunt people's wives?
0: Well, though? you know, I'll be honest with you. I think that if one of the wives walked by, you he'd say something. To
1: him. <laughs> <laughs> it's possible.
0: But that's that's Manhattan man.
1: Well, yeah, yeah, and I, and I know some some New Yorkers. Manhattan man's got a buddy, who who has like cataloged every play that anyone's ever. Ever made for the New York Yankees at least up until the point where the Red Sox won the World Series, and you know I think he had a cardiac arrest or something.
0: <laughs> I understand what you're saying, and and you know I would be remiss if I didn't say that I agree with you somewhat. That that maybe they went over the line a little bit.
1: You're not. You are not someone who who participates in boorish behavior. You're not. Right. I understand
0: that. But, I, I mean, I know people who have gotten verbally attacked in the parking lot of a stadium because they either went to a stadium with a rival jersey or, right, you know. And, and, and in some ways, is that, it's not the same sort of thing, don't you think?
1: You know, and I mentioned this today to someone at work, and they said, well, at least they didn't put them into a coma.
0: Right, which has happened. It
1: ha- happened in L.A. Right. And, and, yeah, but I just, come on. I just leave the guy's wife alone. Well, like I
0: said, she's a public figure. She was there, and she—I mean, she had come out and said what she said. So
1: she's right, too. Of
0: course she is. That's the best part.
1: But anyway, I—I I, I don't want to make it all about Giselle Bundchen. Well, yeah, maybe I do. Yeah, we do, but that's okay. <laughs> Anyway, uh, I I I wanted to say that.
0: So, uh, can we jump into the world of politics for what was happening this week?
1: Absolutely. Uh, The
0: the big thing, the one, the shocker for me was the fact that Rick Santorum won those three primaries. Yes. Now, I understand that they're not. One of them was not binding, and these aren't. neither, Neither one of these other ones are. Florida, California, New York—they're n- well, not there. It was that
1: way. Michigan, and, and I'm not sure because God knows I don't know Republican inside politics. Politics—are are there no delegates gained by this? This is no. There is, from
0: what I understand, very, very few. Let me put it that way: the non finding one is not the, was Michigan,
1: and and you know what's significant about Michigan?
0: Well, the fact that that Romney finished third.
1: Yeah, and you know why?
0: Because he's a Mormon. <laughs>
1: No, (laughs) his father, George Romney, was the president of American Motors, Uh American Motors, AMC. Uh His father probably was single-handedly responsible for the Gremlin. What was that other car that was so fucking ugly? (laughs) Michigan is supposed to be... A Romney place,
0: right? And he finished third. I mean, that was that was the the shocker to me. The other shocker was early in the week, everybody was saying Romney's going to do fine in the Caucasus, but it doesn't matter because they're not meaningful. And then Santorum wins. All three.
1: All three. All
0: three, and that makes he now has four wins in the in the primaries, which is more than Newt Gingrich and Mitt Romney combined. Combined. And then all of a sudden it became, oh, this is a super important. That was pretty funny.
1: Yeah. And
0: the other thing what? was, I read an article in the Atlantic, and it was all about what happens when you Google Santorum. Oh yeah. And, yeah. and the the what 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 I took away from this is just like you know we've we've said before. Do you want somebody who does this or does that, you know, to be the to be the president of the United States? I would have a lot of trouble with a president who you can look up his name and that's what you get. <laughs>
1: Well, I've been having fun with that for for several weeks now with my in my blog because I just think it's very funny. Right. I I try to get the word frothy in there whenever
0: I can. <laughs> I understand that, and I also learned an interesting fact. If you Google Rick Santorum, his site comes up first.
1: And and I always had. Big problems with him. The Democrats made it made him a target. By the way, it's it's the AMC Pacer and the AMC Matador. The liberals who were pissed off because he is so anti-gay.
0: Oh, sure. Yeah, absolutely.
1: But the weird thing for me, this Republican primary has been so fucked up, and I have to say it that way, that I get the choice between Mitt Romney, who is just willing to blow with him, no pun intended, whatever way the wind blows. And Luke Gingrich is the most facile liar I have ever <laughs> seen in my life. And to see him stand there and to accuse Mitt Romney of being a liar is just beyond the absurd. And then you have Santorum, who I've pretty much hated his whole life, who I feel sorry for because
0: <laughs> because of the abuse he's taking.
1: Because of the abuse he's taking, I mean, he's, he took it up the ass in in Iowa.
0: <laughs> Such a pun. Such a pun. <laughs> Sorry, I,
1: I, couldn't, I couldn't avoid it. But, but you know, there's Michelle Bachman, who's very attractive, but she's batshit insane. <laughs> and all these other people, I mean, for criminal's sake, he, he was standing behind – uh, I forgot another guy. <laughs> the McRibberie Bog. Who who's the black guy who was who was saying nine nine nine? Oh, Kane. Herman Kane. Right. You know, if you can't get more traction, I mean, Rick <laughs> Antorum is at least a serious dude.
0: Right. And this guy's you know, a pizza guy.
1: And this guy's a pizza guy who who got his uh, uh, financial strategy from a video game. Right. You know you gotta have more traction than that the to me, I'm feeling sorry for Rick Santorum because he's the only one that is consistent and and makes his case in a rational way. I don't like his case at all, right, but, but at least he's rational. he's not a liar right he he he's not been convicted of anything he has a
0: perspective
1: he has a perspective he has a clue and he and he and he follows and that he, yeah. And he friggin' won Iowa, and he he can't get any momentum out of that. I've never seen anybody win the first caucus and have everybody completely ignore
0: him. Right. Well, they did that with Ron Paul, too. Remember, Ron Paul won one early.
1: Oh, yeah. And they
0: basically ignored him. He
1: did not. He never won. He's never gotten more than the 27% he got in one of these yesterday.
0: No, I thought that he had... Or maybe no. he came very close to winning, or did very very well.
1: No, he didn't. No, and he didn't. They, and they eliminated no, he, his. He, never gets. I, he never gets more than.
0: I'm going to check into that, and I'll, I'll come back with you next week on that one.
1: Right, but
0: now that we're to, that, now that you brought up Newt Gingrich, I have to tell you my favorite Newt Gingrich story of the week. Oh, of course. All right. Now you know, ever since Newt got into the into the into the race. You and I have basically made fun of him every single time. We told the story about the shirts that he held up and said, this is America, <laughs> and it was there actually made in Thailand or something. Right. We talked about you know, him saying that this was the worst thing that happens is Pearl Harbor. I mean, we've just laughed at all this stuff.
1: Well, yeah, so he'll say anything. Right. Do you
0: remember a, a few months ago, maybe even a whole year ago, uh, one of our other favorite politicians, the half-governor of Alaska, uh, <laughs> Sarah Palin, was appearing in Boston.
1: You know what I think of her, right?
0: I do. She's very attractive. Um, <laughs> she was appearing in Boston, and they asked her about Paul Revere, and she basically right. made up a story. <laughs> and then, to actually appear to make the story true, her people changed the Wikipedia site to right, include words. Right. Okay, so this
1: week, which can- which I have to I have to stop you for a second. Because it, it's, a, it's a finer point, which is that Republicans are literally making up their own reality. Right. Okay. Okay, go ahead. All right. So this week,
0: Newt Gingrich, okay, his, his cronies, you know, right. call, whatever you want to call them, okay, were stopped from making changes on Wikipedia because they made 60 changes to his page and his wife Callista's page. Yeah. Some of the deletions included that none of his three marriages was mentioned. And yeah. also, the health ethic charges were dropped right. from his Wikipedia
1: site. Of course. I, I, I'm surprised they didn't out and out and just lie and say that... Say that, he that he was he's actually convicted. the
0: son of God?
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think that, that his... Moon colony is one of the less crazy things he said.
0: And it's, and it's batshit insane.
1: Well, no, no. I, I, I'm, I'm all in favor of a moon colony. No, 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 no. I think- I'm
0: not talking about that. I'm talking about the feasibility of doing it. You're talking about a country that's $14 trillion in debt. We do not have the money to do that. I unless, you, declare unless you tell that them,
1: we will be the country on wasn't, the moon the country within wasn't, this decade,
0: the country wasn't fourteen billion dollars in debt, trillion dollars in debt at that time.
1: You're right, and besides, the Russians were going there first. Right, I, I get your point. You know, I. <laughs> Uh, first of all, I probably had too much cranberry bog. And secondly, I'm sitting here looking at pictures of the 1974 AMC Matador. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and you're getting ready to throw up, right?
1: I'm about ready to heave. Oh, okay. uh, I, I, if anybody ever wants to become bulimic, the 1974 Matador is the way
0: to it's go. it's the way
1: to go? I'm sorry. Uh, your, your point's well taken. Yes, the. the they just make shit up. They're liars, and, and unless, they unless he
0: and feels, unless Gingrich honestly feels that by the end of his second term, all the other problems in this country will have been solved, uh, you know, we're back to being the number one in education. We have a healthcare system that everybody can benefit from, you know, we have no more racism or or that in the country. Then we can right. go to the moon at the end of his under his term. But other than that, okay. no
1: no all right well i think that's a rational and reasonable and probably popular approach i'm i'm a little less strident about that issue than you are mm-hmm. but but uh, i take your point it, it, it's well taken and, and there are other things to spend money on sure and and he was clearly pandering to the people oh, that were on the space considering
0: coast. the fact that he hasn't mentioned it since he left florida
1: right i mean his his gross pandering is the most obvious that i've ever seen i think
0: yep i agree i agree
1: but he's gross in general sure so we're good to go all right would you
0: mind if i talk a little bit about some racism things that i've seen this week
1: i think that would be excellent okay so bring it up so
0: this week max and we were talking about this week this week i read three separate stories that highlight exactly why we need to have Civil rights laws and, and all that other stuff. The first one yeah. I told you about, okay, and that yeah. was down in um, <clears throat> down in Georgia. They gave a math test to a bunch of oh, yeah. to a bunch of I think they were third graders, and to, were they
1: really that young? Yes,
0: third graders. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> it was, and they were math word problems. And the first one on the test was. Each tree has 56 oranges. If eight slaves pick them equally, how many would each slave pick?
1: Now, my reactions are going to be less than spontaneous because I have heard these stories right, before. Right. But, but the point is is worth bringing up. Yeah, of, and the of second course. one
0: is if Frederick got two beatings per day, how many beatings did he get in one week, and how many beatings did he get in two weeks? And the worst part about this. The worst part is the fact that the district spokesman defended it. Right. The district spokesman said the teachers are just trying to do cross-curricular activity, and so. And, and,
1: and which part of the curriculum enforces slaveholding? I,
0: I don't know math and history, I guess, because you want to know <laughs> how many oranges your slaves can pick. Yeah. You know that's
1: important.
0: <laughs> so that was the first one.
1: What if you jump down, turn around, and give the master a whoop?
0: <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. So now my, the second one, all right, which is also this is a winner, okay Latin uh, because uh, in uh, in the uh, House of Representatives, there is a there's support gaining for a, for a, uh, a Latino American day. And, okay and rep- uh, state representative Cecil Ash, Republican. Right. okay, said, I'm supportive of this proposition. I just want them to assure me that when we do become the minority in this country, you'll have a day for us, meaning white people. Oh. <laughs> you know? And as the article said, you know what? White people have a special day. They've had about special days for about 3,000 years. <laughs>
1: We're a little bit behind? Yeah. We're a little bit ahead? Yeah, yeah. Well, and you know what? At the risk of sounding like a racist, there is another point of view. Um, I never owned slaves. <laughs> I, I never approved of owning slaves. My family f- was from Pennsylvania, and there's a pretty good chance that some of my relatives fought to free the slaves. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I don't think that I want Every white person to be painted with the same brush.
0: Oh no, but and and they're not, Max. I wouldn't paint you with the same brush as I paint this guy.
1: Right. You
0: know, but I think that this is the trend that you see. I mean, this happened in Arizona. Yeah. All right. So already it carries with it.
1: Some well, issues. and that that brings up another interesting political question: uh, the whole Jan Brewer pointing her finger at uh, Oh yes, President it does. Obama. Yes, yes,
0: it does. Uh, if I were him, I, I would have smacked her.
1: <laughs> I really would have. If, you stuck her, if she stuck
0: her finger in my face, I would have smacked her.
1: That <laughs> No, you wouldn't.
0: Yeah, maybe I would
1: You've never hit a woman <laughs> in your life. But I, I'm not saying that she didn't deserve, uh, you know, reprobation. But you wouldn't have done it. But uh, it was, I think, very rude of her. And uh, I obviously I'm opposed to it. I, I'm also opposed to smacking her, mm-hmm. although I understand the impulse.
0: Okay, I got one more. She's,
1: I got one more. She's bad shit too. Yeah, Go she ahead, is. She
0: oh, me. absolutely. She's right in. She's in with the, uh, with the, the one from, uh, <laughs> the one from Las Vegas too. I mean, they're all, they're all the same. Michelle Bachmann, yeah. the whole, with the whole group of them. Angle. Well,
1: yeah. Who was the one? Angle, right? Oh, from Arizona. Sharon Angle, right. right. Very, very conservative state.
0: Oh, very, very. So now this is the third one.
1: Right.
0: Okay. Now this is during the Super Bowl, and you probably didn't see this because this was a local commercial. All right. But Representative Pete, Ho- Pete Hoekstra, Republican from Michigan, great name, had a commercial that ran during the during the Super Bowl.
1: Yeah,
0: and the new ad was entitled "Now," and it showed okay. a woman who was supposed to be from rural Japan, uh, rural China.
1: Oh yes, I've seen it. Speaking in
0: broken English, and thanking
1: not too bad English, and
0: thanking the representative who's running against him.
1: Right, a because, woman right, from right? – from uh, was it New Mexico? Right.
0: Um, no, no, the, the Democrat from, from Michigan who's running against Hoekstra.
1: Okay, and, and uh, they made a play on her name about spend more or something right. like that.
0: And the, the woman in the commercial says – she thanks her because we take your jobs. Your economy gets very weak. Ours gets very good. Right. Okay, so the woman is actually a college student. It was not. Is that right? Yes, it was not shot in in China. And right. that woman hasn't seen the the backside of a farm in her twenty five years of existence.
1: Right. So, but she was Asian, if not directly Chinese. Right.
0: And she is. I mean that that commercial was totally racist. To to take that you know to take that a, approach, yeah. generating whatever you want to call that. I mean that's horrible. Yeah. I mean, that's like Rush Limbaugh. Remember when he's on the show? He started doing that Chinese ching chong Ching" chong kind of thing.
1: That's what it's like. That's what it is. Right. Well, he also compared black people to monkeys. Tasteless,
0: stereotypic
1: trash. Right. Right. And you got to wonder about the the woman that, that accepted the money to do the ad. She probably felt like it was worth it because she was broke. Right. You know, and I don't want to. I don't want to judge too harshly. Cause I don't if, think you if,
0: can judge her as much as you can judge whoever produced the the uh, the ad. Right. And, and I mean, at the end, it says, "I approve this message." So it, you know, it falls. to... Oh yeah, so- yeah.
1: He he put his name on it, right. which, I- at least the the super PACs don't have to do that. With uh, I'd say at least the super superpacks don't have to do that, which is bad. But at least he had to he had to own it. Mm-hmm. But the kind of people he's he's appealing to don't care about racism
0: no well they're because they're, they're all racists
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> of course i don't care about it Well, max this is so much fun let's do it again next week okay
1: <laughs> all right let's do that all right there's a picture opposite me of my primitive ancestry which stood on rocky shores and kept the beaches shipwreck free though i respect that a lot i'd be fired if that Killing Jason off And countless screaming